0: From the visionary minds of the guys who brought you the hit series Reboot comes Movies We Were Way Too Young to See. A podcast series that is exactly what it sounds like.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Spooktober edition of Movies We Were Way Too Young to See. Where all month long, we're delving into the creepiest, spookiest, most blood riddled horror films we were able to get our hands on at such a young age. I am your co host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mouth. Welcome back, ghouls and goblins. Woo! <laughs> Hope your October's going spooky, Malv.
0: It is, and I don't like it.
1: (laughs) I know you don't. You hate October. I I hate getting scared. I love it. This Uh, is your favorite holiday, I already know. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, without further ado, I think it's time to get into the TV show we were way too young to see for the week. A show that let its viewers know right off the bat that they better beware, because they're in for a scare. (laughs) We're talking about the 90s horror anthology series, Goosebumps, specifically the series premiere, The Haunted Mask.
0: Do, 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 do.
1: Wow. <laughs> what about that TV show intro, right? That theme song? That's the yeah. only thing I remember
0: from my childhood. This show was too scary for me. <laughs> I couldn't have watched it as a kid. It was TV G7, right? Yeah, TV G7. I took it seriously like, oh my God, viewer beware, that was me. I'm going to get scared, and I did.
1: Okay, Malv, it's not movies we were way too young to see without revealing the age we were when we first saw the film, in this case, TV show. But go ahead and let the audience know, how old were you when you first saw The Haunted well, Mask?
0: Well, I didn't really watch it, as I told you guys. Like, I don't really like scary movies back then when I was a kid. I couldn't watch them. And, like, Goosebumps was on that level of, like, scary shit that I didn't want to watch. Same with uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like, I was. Like, yeah, I don't want to watch it. So, like, I remember vividly as a kid just watching I remember the intro and then I just remember like turning it off right after the intro was done I was like that's enough scare for me like <laughs> you know but uh yeah. I was the opposite you were the opposite I
1: was totally opposite I knew I was gonna get scared but I was embracing for it I loved the fear I loved the anxiety I loved not being able to sleep at night cause I did get scared at night like that shit did scare me <laughs> <laughs> Like, I remember going to sleep with my parents sometimes. No, like, Go yeah, to your room. It's... And I was like, no, I can't. I'm too scared. like, well, that's what you get for watching the movies. And it was either my mom or my dad. It's like, I'm going to make you watch them right now. No. <laughs> like, watch them right now then if you think you're too cool. And it's like, no, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to watch them now. I'm not cool. <laughs> We're not worthy. <laughs> yeah, so the first time I watched this, I'm going to pull up when the episode first premiered. Uh, it first premiered on October 27th, 1995. I remember that day. I was at Chuck E. Cheese. Classic. You could catch me at Fridays, Fridays or Saturdays, catch me at Chuck E. Cheese all the time, bro. <laughs> we stayed there. And the really interesting thing about this premiere is it was branded as a kid's show, but it did not premiere on the Fox Kids lineup. It premiered on regular primetime TV, and we had just come back from Chuck E. Cheese. So I had missed it, but my grandma, but my cousin...
0: <laughs> nah, no, I just saying, your grandma recorded
1: it. <laughs> your, your grandma... She's <laughs> like... <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> man, aquí guy, <okay>, spooky... <laughs> Come on, Chan. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, no, it was actually uh, my cousin. He's a bit older, so I think he knew about that, and he's kind of what got me in. He's like, hey, come watch Goosebumps. Okay. And we were all scared as shit. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. That's what I love about October. I love being scared. I love scaring kids. Me too, I love it. Pay it back, pay it there back. So much I'm going to be a little Carly joy. Beth. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's get into the log line, shall we? Carly Beth falls for every prank on her. So on Halloween, she buys the scariest mask possible at an old store. However, little does she know that the mask has a mind of its own. (laughs) So the genre of this was a family fantasy horror. Uh, It was based off of the very successful Goosebumps series written by R.L. Stein. Malv, I also have a cool little IMDb trivia for you. Despite this being the series premiere, The Haunted Mask was actually based off of Goosebumps book number 11.
0: Well, I got way more trivia, bro. All
1: right, we gonna trivia it up?
0: Yeah, we are, bro. Here's some mal-trivia. Half a million VHS of this episode were sold in the first week, making it the number one video sold. That was one of them. Oh, yeah, you bought the videos. You always bought the fucking VHSs.
1: Yes, my parents spoiled me. I had this one, The Haunted Mask Part 2, because this one was so cool. Uh, Just a couple other ones. A Night at Terror Tower. Too many to name. Too many to name. I was a Goosebumps boy, for sure. The cast and the crew. You want to go ahead and talk about them right Mm
0: -hmm. now? Let's get through them.
1: Playing Carly Beth, I thought it was a very convincing performance. Her name was Catherine Long. I really saw the transformation. It is. She did like a few cheesy parts, but remember, guys, it's a kid's show. As the tall, thin man... Colin Fox, yeah, he was creepy. As Sabrina, Catherine Short, and as Chuck and Steve, these guys, right? Malvin Mowgli. (laughs) (laughs) Ay, ay, ay. As Chuck, it was Amos Crawley. And playing Steve, we had a gentleman named George Kinamis. The writers of this, R.L. Stein, it was based off of the Goosebumps books. We had Billy Brown and Dan Angel, and the director of this episode was Timothy Bond. Now, of watching it back then and watching it now, what are your major takeaways? That I shouldn't have been as
0: scared as I was back then. (laughs) I'm actually more scared now watching this. No, no, I wasn't. It was complete like popcorn. I loved it. I loved it. I was just, you know, I was sucked into it. I was sucked into the simple story. It's simple enough, the, like, decent acting, the decent special effects for the time, and, like, you just get sucked into, like, what's happening to this girl and what's she going to do. Carly Beth. Good girl gone spooky, right? Good girl gone savage, I would say. This is a cautionary tale, which I didn't know back then, of bullying. You know? this is what It should really be called that. Not the Haunted Mask. The Cautionary Tale of Bullying.
1: It <laughs> doesn't have the same ring to it, personally. Mom. But it still have a dope art. <laughs> yeah. So the episode starts off with Carly Beth and her homegirl, Sabrina. They're looking for pumpkins. They come across a new spooky mask store. And guess what happens? Carly Beth gets scared by Chuck and Steve. Chuck and Steve, man, Oh, we'll talk about them in a little bit, though. But they will not stop tormenting Carly Beth. Mm-hmm. So then the next day happens, they're at school, they're like, yo, let's squash the beef. And then while they're doing that, they secretly put a worm in the sandwich. She Bastard. takes a bite, right? <laughs> she takes a bite, and then everyone just starts making fun of her. And that's where I'm like, yo, that is actually really traumatic. <laughs> and I think this was Carly Beth's tipping point as her character, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. But before we go on, like that
0: was a real worm, bro. I know, right? The actress, this little girl, told the director, nah, we can't use a fake worm. It just doesn't feel right. And then they had to put a fucking real worm, do 14 takes. Damn, You know, so that helped her break, too. Catherine Long, I love the commitment, bro. Well, yeah, I'm with you, too. Like, you know, like, I didn't feel that anxiety. Like, now, yeah, as an older adult, like, I could see it, but back then, it's like, whatever. Fuck it. This girl's just a loser. Like,
1: (laughs) She's eating. I think that's why we identify with Chuck and Steve so much, right? Yeah. A little bit of backstory. The Rublock, you know, we, we have thick skin. We roast really hard. And uh, sometimes, you know, earlier on, we, we didn't realize that not everyone had as thick of skin mm-hmm. as we did. Yeah, we know it, that. It, yeah, we know <laughs> yeah. it now. We know it now. It was just kind of our way of showing affection. You know, they mm-hmm. say that in the episode themselves. Chuck and Steve do. We just we were doing that because we liked her. Yeah, it's like we want to do it to people we like. But that's to- what R.L. Stein was telling us, you know? Yeah, to all the Carly Beths. We're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'm with you on here. Like, the actress, she did a really good job, bro. Like, she seemed, like, really timid, shy, you know? Like, what the fuck? They don't like me and shit. But, like, I wouldn't say this. Man, Yeah, okay, this was a tipping point. This and meeting with her mom, you know? Because... Not only did she feel like she was kind of a loser, I think she felt like her, like, damn, other people see me as a loser. That That's what it really was. Because her mom comes and makes her an outfit for Halloween, but she makes her this really, really kiddish outfit, you duck. know? It's a duck. It's a duck. It's a duck. But her mom did it out of her heart because she's like, I heard you talk that you thought a duck might be a cute costume for Halloween. It's like,
1: the fuck, you think I'm just a fucking little-ass kid? <laughs> you know? I think her mom really loved her. It was maybe her younger brother, Noah. Who at the time he I did. thought he was a younger Colkin. I, I don't know why it just reminded it's me of Macaulay. White. Yeah, he was white, white and blonde.
0: <laughs> a Colkin member. Yeah, right. I thought he was maybe Rory. <laughs> but yeah, no. But that's the tipping point, you know. Like she goes fucking psycho on that shit. Like she 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 doesn't want to be a fucking so she duck. rips. Yeah. yeah, she
1: rips the duck costume. And that's
0: where her acting goes to, like fucking performance, wise Like this girl fucking. I felt she was crazy as fuck when I saw her. Because she did this weird menacing laugh, but like smiled. I thought she was laughing. Yeah, and I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I was
1: like, like, ah. she,
0: I'll tell her she broke. She, this girl actually broke, you know. But then she was on her fucking mission after that. She's like, you know what? Fuck this old person I was. Fuck this person that people always talk shit about. You know, scare. I got my little punk ass brother who scares me too. Nah, nah, nah. I ain't going with that. Halloween's coming up. Halloween's today, yeah. She's like, yo, I'm going to
1: go back to this creepy store that was in the beginning, and that's where we see that creepy old man. Whoa, I thought he was creepy then. He's still creepy now. As a kid, I would have been creeped out.
0: As an adult filmmaker, I'm sh- shoddy, shoddy
1: work on his face. Just The prosthetics you're yeah, talking about? It's horrible, horrible. Well, it was the beginning of his transformation. It was
0: still horrible. I was just like... I could see the makeup even back then, you know, where certain parts are lighter compared to the other parts. I'm like, man, they didn't take their time.
1: I'll give you that then. I'll give you that, Malv. But if you want to get creepy, you want to get like Goosebumps kind of reboot now, a backstory of the creepy old man and his mask making would be so cool. You could make it like adult content. And, uh, you know, when Carly Beth sneaks her way into the back, when she sees all the haunted masks, like... It's like he's a mad chemist in there, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's making creations. He's like, know? What are you doing in here? You can't be in here. I would have been terrified, like Oh, fuck it, I ran away already. <laughs> that, not, scared that, that scared me. I remember watching that and I'm like, people yelling at you scared. Yeah. Um, pow, pow, <laughs> <Is that fun?" laughs> They're gonna get me I'm gonna get my ass beat. Yeah. Not only that, he, he looked like someone who would like abduct you and Oh just, yeah, no. That that
0: he did look like. Yeah. An abductor he, for sure. Yeah, he would just like Yeah, I don't want that guy touching me. Mm mm. Carly best. she didn't give a fuck. She was looking for that mask. She saw it too. What did you she, think of the mask itself? Honestly, bootleg now, but cool back then. But like the newer ones look dope, but I was just like the coloring, you know, like the fangs. Like I could see it be, it wasn't scary sitting there, but like she made it scary while the like plot kept going on, you know? I thought it was scary. I it, thought it was scary? It reminded me of Nosferatu, especially those long teeth. I wasn't getting, that. I wasn't no? getting those vibes. I was getting like. Some kind of creatures like creature of the black lagoon kind of vibe. Like, I don't know, because it's green, it doesn't look too humanoid. You know, it looks a little bit vampirish. Did you think that was the creepiest mask out of Fuck the five? No, no, no. There was no? another weird looking one. There's like a fat looking
1: one that I, threw me out. The zombie one looked creepy too. Yeah, I was like, ugh, that's fucking weird. But I,
0: I like this one. I liked it. I thought it was scary. On, this, this was a dope one, you know, like, and it popped with that green. Because it was the only one I think that was just a different color. Mm-hmm. You know, so it just popped. And like, it reminded me of the fucking book cover. So like, that's why when she puts it on, you're just like, oh, shit. Those book covers, though.
1: Man, I I didn't read them. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you. I didn't either, but I had so many of them. Yeah, I used to check them out all the time. All the kids in first grade would check out all the Goosebumps books. They were a little bit above my grade range, and the librarian was actually quizzing a couple of the students. She's like, I think you're too young for this. Let me see you read this. Uh, and one of the kids actually did it right. And I was like, oh, I'm glad she didn't pick me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this is. Yeah. <laughs> the covers look cool, though. The yeah, covers yeah, are so... The covers they are they were just as iconic as the episodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the artist, right? Come to of Ugly. Oh, damn. That'd be yeah, sick. That'd be sick, dude. That would be sick. All right. Going back to the main story. Carly Beth, she takes the mask. First victim, Noah. She gets him, dude. What? Hey. <laughs> 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 and like watching it now it's like, Yeah, that's what you get, Noah. Right. Punk and Harley Beth. Watching she it now is
0: like she needs therapy. <laughs> we need to help this girl. She's have some issues that needs to be resolved you see the pleasure like carrie, now i see it carrie it's like a little kid version of carrie instead of the mat like you know like not instead of the powers so, it's yeah, the mask. maybe the mask, mask is it's her powers her powers you know like fuck yeah damn Stein, you genius
1: hey that's what it is right what yeah. were you saying R.L. Stein?
0: <laughs> Stein is a gateway drug to stephen king it's so true man like i almost any stephen king like person around their 30s millennials if they really like Stephen King, you know they got to like Goosebumps. They got to like Goosebumps. So that's where it started. Are You Afraid
1: of the Dark? Shit like that. The Haunting like- Hour. Hey, cool thing about all those things, they're all from Canada. The best thing out of Canada, the Oh,
0: Drake himself, huh? Get out of here. <laughs> all right, back to the story. Yeah, so, like you said, her and Sabrina meet up, but the thing about Carly Beth now is, like, she's got a taste for blood, bro. She likes it. Taste for fear. She loves it. She's going around, like, just haunting little kids for fun. Like, you know, she's going to the cemetery to meet up the boys. She She finds them there. She she finds them. She's like, I'm going to get them, you know? I love it. So fitting. It is. It is. Like, you know, she's like, she finally got both of them. She's got them cornered. They're like, well, what the fuck are you going to do? You ain't going to do shit. You know, but then she has her fucking head that her mom made for her costume, like her mannequin head. And like that shit scared the fuck out of me even today, bro. Yes. Like I was just like, what the if Help I saw me. that as a kid, yes, I as, a kid-
1: <laughs> as a kid, I would have freaked the fuck out. That scared me. I remember being scared when I first saw that just because they were in the cemetery. She was already kind of She's 75%
0: Chuck- like turned already. Yes,
1: Chuck and Steve were already at their her mercy right there. She was just forcing them to apologize and forcing them to feel inferior. And when the sculpture actually speaks, that's like the final help me. That's like Carly Beth probably saying. Yeah, the saying, real one. Yeah, the real Carly Beth. Like, yo, you're getting too evil. And once that happens, Chuck and Steve are literally just like terrified. They run out of the cemetery.
0: But then she buries her own face inside the fucking uh, the graveyard. End <laughs> of Carly Ray, Carly Beth. Carly Ray Jepsen? Yeah, that's
1: <laughs> <tough>. <laughs> <laughs> Call me maybe. Haunt me, maybe. Yeah, haunt me, maybe. I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> so Carly Beth goes back to Sabrina's. She's trying to take the mask off. Now she can't. She can't. It's molded to her. Oh, my God! Her it eyes grows. are changing. Yes. I feel
0: it's growing, too, because on the neck, you know, it's soft at the flat, but I felt like it. they, like, the prosthetics were glued to her skin. And, like, she's trying to pull that shit off. Remember? She's like, KK it ain't coming off. Help me out. And I felt that freak. You know, like, when that you freak out. I, I was still scared for that, uh, yeah. yeah. When you freak out, like, fuck, this shit ain't coming off. I'm stuck or some shit, you know, like. But, yeah, no, Carla, like, they, she, they have to go back to the fucking, the house of the mask, you know, talk to the thin man and be like, yo, what the fuck's happening? Like, yo, these aren't real masks. These aren't. I was trying to tell you, dumb girl, before you fucking stole one. Like, this shit is real. It'll take over your body. And and I think he was essentially telling her, like,
1: yo, you've gone too far. This thing is taking over. Like, there's nothing you can do.
0: Or is there?
1: Right. The novelty shop owner, you know, that's what he was. He was kind of a cautionary tale because he suffered the same thing, as you can tell with the prosthetics. And uh later on in the haunted mask part two, his face is even more like disfigured and is transforming into one of the masks. And like, um I mean that's a whole completely different episode, mm. but yeah. He's a cautionary tale. He's telling Carly Beth, don't be this. You need love. And the reason why these masks are attached to you is because these masks have never had anyone love them. It's a symbiote, right? Yeah.
0: It's a parasite, essentially. Like, it's feeding off of her doing the shit they wanted to do, you know? But essentially, it takes over your whole being afterwards.
1: And that's what almost happened. She digs up the mask that her mom made, and because her mom loved her so much, she was able to take it off so, well, um, it's her
0: friend too, Sabrina too, because I felt like it was Sabrina like being there for her. Because remember, she was there. It's like, what? What do you want me to do? I'll, I'll try to cut it off, but if I can't cut it off, I'll call my mom. Don't call you up. You know that? She, like, <laughs> no, no, no no. Yeah, no, no. that's that's the <laughs> worst. I can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My mom will beat me. <laughs> you yeah. know, but like, yeah, like you know, it's essentially taking care of yourself. Like, yeah, there's people around you who love you, even though they don't tell you, you know, or you don't see it, or you feel you don't see it, you know. Which I thought was kind of like the shit end of the story,
1: but you get from a kid's story, you know. Like I hate those kind of endings. Well, the real ending was kind of a, a open booked ending because she goes back home, she hugs her mom, and then where's Noah? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Where's well, the mask? Well, that's a twist ending. That's it's not a like that's the twist. That's the Shyamalan twist at the end. Like, and I did you like that? Yeah, I, that's what I did really like. But like I'm telling you, like her taking off the mask, the reason why, like I just felt like that's kitty shit. Love, love, the power of love. What the world needs now. But yeah, no, like it was a cool story. Like looking at it now, like I see the real theme. Like, you know, bullying is essentially what it is. You know, love yourself for who you are. Don't be a fucking bully. If you're getting bullied, go get help. You know, and I feel like if I read these books, I probably would have got that same message. You know?
1: Interesting, interesting. Yeah, definitely bullying is a major driving force behind Carly Beth's motives. So if she was not bullied as much in school... Maybe she never puts the mask on. True. So that's how the story ends with Noah just laughing and he's already having the mask on. I loved it. You have R.L. Stein. He kind of bookends it, right? He does a little Twilight Zone kids version where he introduces the story. I like
0: that. Well, that's all I was telling you. Like rewatching it like this time is like, I totally forgot that he did those openings, but they were sick. Because like back then, I don't remember, but I was always channel flipping back and forth to like, you know, yeah. whenever I got scared to twist. Back to Animaniacs <laughs> yeah, or Yeah, something, 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 something different,
1: you know? Would you like to talk more about R.L. Stein? Oh shit. (laughs) And his influence on all of us.
0: No, but I I love this. I love this. Like, you know, I really want to talk about R.L. Stein. I saw like a little like documentary on him and like, yo, to write a book that he just did out of a random challenge. Like, wait, what? Yeah. Like uh, he was having lunch with an editor friend and like his editor friend was just talking shit about like, they had an author who was doing YA horror and she was just talking shit about it. And like, about the job, about the person. And then she just casually told him, like, hey, I think you should try and write one. And that's what he did. He's, like, he thought it over. He's, like, could I write a kid's, like, horror movie, like, horror book?
1: Boom. He did. Fucking number one all, a child's author of all time for a bit. Yeah, he didn't write just one. He wrote over 200, yeah, right? what
0: the fuck, man? Like
1: Insane. You're mentioning the books. That wasn't the only merch that was, like, widely successful. The masks as well, remember? No, no, no. i never. I never seen any of them. I remember the Haunted Mask after this episode premiere. Like, you could get it at Party City. Uh, there were puzzles. I had a Say Cheese and Die puzzle. I had a cool folder. It said, Open If You Dare. Yeah, I also have a little bit of more R.L. Stein trivia. Prior to Goosebumps, he was experimenting with another series called Fear Street. If you're familiar with Fear Street, that's because Netflix recently adapted that series into a very successful trilogy. Yeah,
0: it was dope as fuck. I liked them. I haven't finished. I haven't seen the last one yet, but it's fucking sick. And that's what you wanted from Goosebumps. Like, at me, like, you know, it's less scary and more like action, like, you know, a little bit more packed. It's a little bit more just going, thrillery.
1: I think it's an older audience as well. But that just goes to show you the impacting legacy of R.L. Stein. You know, this is what, 20 plus years later. And he's still. He's like the number one selling author like of
0: all time with J.K. Like
1: Rowling. You know, that's
0: fucking crazy, bro. From like these little like I remember them like 100 pages. If that. That's why I said watching it now wasn't scary for me. Like I was like, man, I should have watched this as a kid. But like it just brought those warm feelings back. Like I'm just chugging a high C right here. Like now, like think of it. Scholastic fucking killed it, bro. We spent so much money in the books. They knew what they were doing. They were. They did. There was a couple of, like fucking clothes I wanted from them. Like R.L. Stein is making bank off. He's like the George Lucas of books right now. Like just one fucking franchise, and you fucking killed it, you know. And there's so many people who love this shit. The Goosebumps phenomenon was real. I remember that shit going on for, like, four or five years on Fox 11 in the morning. Even that, like, the, the pop culture references are still around. I That G will never fucking leave my mind. I love that, like, green The show G. intro, dude. The show intro. I told you that was the main shit I remember. That's the only thing I could watch as a kid. Remember the dog? His yeah. eyes? His transform? Yeah. <laughs> this is so random, too, because there's, like, a lady, a billboard lady, I know right? I what you're talking about. I thought that was Michael Jackson. Uh, <laughs> that's what you thought was Michael Jackson? Yeah. He's fucked up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky. i'm Well, even the movies, the launch now, like I remember being thoroughly entertained. You know, it's the same like the the childhood show. Like, right now, re watching it, I was like, yeah, it's bootleg, it's janky, but that's the charm of it now. Our little feelings towards them, you know, like it helps it out. And I don't think they were trying to be too serious, you know. Like, even though they were scary, like I always felt like they try to be a little funny, kind of like Tales of the Crypt for kids. You know, like how even though that scared the shit out of me too, like he was always trying to be funny. Yeah. But it's just fucking scary shit.
1: You're talking about T V intros. That's yeah. where I knew how to get
0: out of there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That T V intro for Tales of the Crypt, man. Fuck.
0: after Fox Eleven News. It's yeah. like nah, after, nah, nah. after Mad T V on it Saturday nights. Yeah. yeah,
1: right after Mad T V on Saturdays. Dun, 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 dun. I was like, Oh my goodness, I can't do this. Yeah, turn it off. But that's now on. <laughs> <laughs> so Malv, was this your favorite Goosebumps episode? No, it's one of
0: the dummy ones.
1: Oh, Night of the Living Dummy, Slappy.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, Slappy. Yeah, I told you, like I didn't really watch them, but I remember watching that one a little bit more because I was like, "Damn, that was a cool ass character, like cool ass villain." Yeah, you know. I know you watch this shit. So, Uh,
1: as far as like my favorite episodes, this definitely ranks up there. I would put Haunted Mask One and Two. Also, I love the immersion of One Day at Horrorland and A Shocker at Shock Street because those were like. Spooky theme parks, mm. and you know me, like I go yeah, to I go to, yeah, I go to my theme parks all the time, and uh, yeah, those those are my favorite ones. Anything else you want to talk about?
0: I think I'm all spooked out, but it was a fun one, you know. I hope our audience loves this shit. You know, I know a lot of you guys has to watch this shit. Like, let us know what you think about it. Like, have any of you guys rewatching? Like, is it so good to you guys? Is it not? Like, I know there's got to be people like me who. We're too scared to watch it. Have you guys rewatched it? Have you seen anything, you know?
1: Definitely let us know. Goosebumps is currently streaming on Netflix as well as Fear Fear Street. Street, Introduce your cousins.
0: Introduce the younger family members. Now you could scar them.
1: Pay it full circle. (laughs) That's going to conclude it for today's episode of Movies We Were Way Too Young to See. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording. Questions, comments, anything like that feel free to email us at Malv at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast, And one more thing, follow us on social media, will ya? At Malv underscore N underscore Mowgli. Malv, final thoughts. I love it, I love it. Listeners beware, you're in for a scare. Stay tuned for more Spooktober episodes. We hope you love listening. Thanks.